Thanks for tuning in to the Chapel Valley Midweek Podcast. We're glad you're here. Make sure to stick around until the end of the episode to find out how you can join in the conversation. Until then, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Chapel Valley Midweek Podcast, where we talk about real-life topics and answer questions inspired by our most recent sermon. Uh, I'm going to be your host today. My name is David, and I'm joined by Anne, who you're going to hear from in just a moment. Um, But I just wanted to address, if you've been listening for a while, you might notice that our upload schedule is a little bit different. Um, We're going to be still uploading episodes like this one, where we do talk about the most recent sermon and... Uh, just have it kind of be the backbone for the conversation. Uh, But we'll be uploading a little bit less frequently than we were. It's not going to be every single week, uh, but we're going to have a variety and different guests on. And it's just something that we feel like uh, the Lord is leading us to do. Uh, So look forward to that. We're just going to have that reminder at the beginning of our episodes for a while until everybody is fully caught up on it. Uh, But without further ado, we're going to start off, as we always do, with an off-topic question. And uh, today's off-topic question is going to be, uh, would you rather get a paper cut every time you turn a page or bite your tongue every time you eat? Oof. So I will, if you need a second, I will answer that. Now, I will say, I'm going to say if it's bite your tongue every time you eat, like I'm assuming it's a pretty like, pretty good bite, right? Like it hurts. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I wouldn't say it's like every chew, but like every meal, I think would be safe to assume you're going to bite your tongue. Does that make sense? Yeah, like you yeah. bite it and you finish your meal and you probably only bit your tongue once. Let's just say that. Um, but every page, I mean, that's pretty definite. I probably don't realize how many times I turn pages in my life, but I don't feel like it's very often. <laughs> yeah, I know. That you was know what I mean? my thing, yeah. But I don't know. So maybe I don't realize it. Like I know... Kelsey, who's on the podcast a lot, she reads so many different books, and maybe it'd be a bigger problem for her, but, like, I just don't think I would cut my finger very often, and honestly, like, I guess I'm not really in the line of work anymore where my hands get injured often, but I've worked in so many different jobs where I'm just used to cutting my hands or burning my hands or whatever it might be. Um, Like, I worked in a cell phone repair shop for close to two and a half years, three years. And I was so used to every single day just getting little cuts from all the different glass screens that we would be replacing and burns from the hot pads that I worked with. And it just kind of becomes white noise after a while. Honestly, it doesn't, it's not even bothersome. So I feel like I would get used to it. I, I think there's some validity in that, but at the same time, it's a paper cut, you know, like those are so annoyingly like painful. Yeah. When it shouldn't be. Um, that's true. But no, I do think, like, in my opinion, there's ways around the paper flipping. Like, maybe you use some kind of mechanic to flip the page, like, a or some utensil or something to where you could avoid. Oh, you're the trying paper to loophole cut. it. I, I see. am. I am. Because I, a part of me, I just feel like with chewing. Could you loophole chewing? I don't I think wonder. you can. I see that's, unless you're like, just you would have to like smoothies. switch to like a, you know, like a non-solid diet, like soups only or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and so- soups and smoothies and yogurt and stuff you can just swallow and not chew. But I'm not going to do that. I like, no. no. Yeah, I wouldn't do that either. Yeah. I still, I think I'd lock in my answer though at paper cuts. 
I think I could bear it. I really do. Yeah. It'd be annoying, but I just, I, again, I don't know if I'm turning pages very often. I think the biggest thing would be like grabbing a receipt at self-checkout or something like that. I don't know. But I'll yeah. still take a paper cut there. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm going to say the same, um, especially because, you know, I, in my line of work, I work completely digitally. So yep. I use paper rarely. Um, so I would I would go for the paper cuts, but I would be sad about it. Yep. I um, OK, I agree. I think we're on the same page. No pun intended. <laughs> But for you uh, listening at home that wants to play along, uh, just think about it for a moment and ponder that as we transition into the next part of the episode. And let's get serious. Well, this last week's message was called Fighting for His Presence. And so um, there's a number of things to talk about here, but just talking before we even hit record, I can tell that the majority of the conversation will probably center around um, a story and how we relate to it. Um, and that story is one that Pastor Jay referenced, um, being Mary and Martha. And for those who don't know, it comes from, or at least what was used in the message, was straight out of uh, the book of Luke in chapter 10, verses 38 through 42, which says this. Now, as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. And so this kind of story is referenced a lot in sermons, I feel like, because it's something that, especially us in America, I feel like, uh, can relate to where we're just always so busy with work and um, tidying up and, I don't know, you you really fill in the blank. That's kind of the crux of what Jay was getting to in this message is that we are very, very good at filling our time um, and not making room for Jesus, unfortunately. <laughs> and so, um, again, a lot of people do relate to this story because it is such a, a common problem, unfortunately. Um, but something Pastor Jay had said was um, that, you know, Martha was preparing for God's presence and Mary was staying in it. Um, and I think that's a really good contrast and a good way to look at it. So I don't know. Where, where do you want to take us on this journey? And where do you want to take us on this story or this message? And um, what did you want to talk about for this episode? Yeah, well, I, I feel like there's definitely a lot to talk about because it is a really good message. And like you said, I've, I've heard that story many times. I've read that story many times. And yet it's still like I'm still falling into the habit of, you know, kind of being Martha, like, oh, there's so much work to do. And um, and I definitely fall into that category of just like forgetting to rest in his presence. And there are times where I know I can really just like sense that like I I know the times where I've been more like Mary where I've just slowed down I haven't cared about all those little things you know like it's while they're important you know it is important to prepare and it's important to you know to serve and to be hospitable but at the same time like God really just wants us like he just wants to be with us and he just wants our company and he wants um you know he just wants to 
enjoy time with us. And so I think that that's, you know, we forget, we, we mix up the order. You know, we think that we need to do all these things in order to prepare. We need to have certain things in place or we need to pray a certain way or we need to read X. Like we have to do something before we can go to him, before we're ready. And that's just not his heart. Um, and so I think it's, mm-hmm. it's important to remember. Um, and I think too, like, you know, the, the title of this message is fighting for his presence. And I think that's so important because, and this is something Jay touched on in the message is it is a fight. Like, you know, the world wants our attention. Other people want our attention. And, um, you know, and sometimes it's a fight with ourselves. Like often it's a fight with ourselves because, you know, oh, we just all watch the next episode or, oh, I'll, you know, I really need to get to this email or, oh, let me see what's on Facebook. Like we can get distracted so easily and forget yeah. to take time to be in his presence. Um, so, yeah, and that and something Jay said that just really stood out to me and kind of hit me different was where you spend your time, you spend your life. And so if we're not, you know, spending our time with the Lord, like we're, we're not, we're not really doing the things that we're called to. We're not paying attention to the things that are important. Um, yeah. Yeah. So and yeah, that's a I, lot. <laughs> but it is, it is a lot. Um, and obviously we can go a lot of different places. I thought it was interesting because when I thought back to kind of where my journey with the Lord and where I've been, um, I thought it was interesting how literal or how like exact my experience has been with this story a little bit. And I'm, I've tried to analyze it. I'm like, why is this a thing? So what I'm getting to is I don't, tons of people listen to this podcast. And so everybody's had different experiences, but I've been through an internship where we served like 40 hours a week doing discipleship. Um, And so a lot of that was setting up you know, physically setting up equipment for different church services or going to conferences or going to camps and helping out. And um, it was a lot of like, I guess, busy work, mm-hmm. um, but that was all related to ministry, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of volunteer hours and stuff like that. And so I actually, and that's when I was really learning how to connect with the Lord. Like that's when I really felt like I took my walk with the Lord seriously was during that internship. Now, during that internship, there was so many times where we would go to these conferences or conventions or we would meet these like guest pastors or these really high um, high up like respected spiritual people in the district and all that kind of stuff where, you know, we would go there and you'd see them and they'd be talking with all these different people and just having fun and chatting. And I would be kind of off to the side like, you know, cleaning off tables or setting up chairs for the next service or um, Mm -hmm. picking up or whatever it is. And the people that were kind of held in high regard, they would notice that. And they would be like, you know, they would come over at times and they would compliment and be like, I know that you're like doing this under the radar. I know that oftentimes you go unseen, but just know like your work is appreciated and the Lord is so proud of you Um, and so on and so forth. Now, I've talked to a lot of people that share a very similar experience and have said the same things, right? Like I did all this busy work. Um, I was, you know, content with not always being, uh, needing to be in the spotlight or needing to be in all the conversations. Like I was content um, doing that kind of busy work for the Lord, just off to the side and not being noticed. Like 
that there's something in building character there. There's something in building servantship there. There's like a humbleness to it, right? That you have mm -hmm. to learn. Yeah. And so a lot of people have been through that same experience. But what I found interesting was I, and other people have had this happen too, where you actually get kind of like complimented on that. And you're told oftentimes like the Lord sees you, the Lord sees you, the Lord appreciates you. Like you're told that the Lord kind of wants you to be doing this. And so I guess it's just being like a inexperienced intern that hasn't connected with the Lord much. But like instead of focusing on, oh, the Lord sees you and is appreciative of your heart towards him, you're kind of connecting to like, this is what I have to continue to do in order to like stay humble or in order to serve the Lord correctly, right? And so you get attached to like the busy work of it. And so later on in life, there's times where, you know, when you're not in that internship or whatever, I would experience a lot of burnout from just doing the tasks and maintaining ministries um, because there's a lot of tasks that aren't necessarily spiritual work when it mm -hmm. comes to running ministries. And so then you experience burnout and, you know, that's when you have to kind of check yourself and be like, how often have you spent time with the Lord lately? Have you like filled your spiritual tank, so to say, right? And so a lot of people that I won't name because I haven't had their permission, but a lot of people that I know um, personally got to a point actually where they had this happen so often that they kind of, for lack of a better term, they kind of forgot how to connect with the Lord and their method of connecting with him and hearing his voice was all done through serving him, like all done through the kind of busy work. Mm. Um, that's like how their relationship with the Lord was maintained. So if they didn't have that, they no longer knew like how to connect. Like if they were, you know, I, I give a lot of credit to Pastor Jane Susie for their leadership because I've literally seen them pull people away from serving in a ministry and saying like, hey, this Sunday or even for the next couple Sundays, like we want you to sit in service. We want you to sit in worship and just like take it all in because you aren't needing to be serving right now. You're you're needing to be kind of served almost, <laughs> right? You're needing to be um, in a position where you can receive what the Lord has for you instead of just serving onto him 24 seven. Mm -hmm. um, and so it can be, when you're in a lifestyle where you're used to doing that, it can be really easy to kind of lose sight of why you're doing it or the heart behind it and just get caught up in the, the motion of it. Does that all make sense? Yeah, it becomes a default of just, I'm going to serve. And, and I definitely like, you yeah. know, I, I serve at Chapel Valley, you know, every Sunday I'm helping with the live stream. And, and I know I've fallen into that a little bit where like you think, oh, because I'm serving, I'm doing what the Lord is asking. And you, and it, again, not that that's a bad thing, but you kind of miss a step. Like you miss what you're actually meant to go to, you know, su what Sunday's for. It's meant to, you know, come together as a congregation and to give the Lord, the Lord your time and your attention. Um, mm -hmm. And you kind of like get into this default of like, oh, service is enough. Um, and that's just, and that's what, you know, why this story is so important because that's not what he's calling us to. He's calling us to more. Um, and I, I think that's interesting that, um, you know, uh, one of the things Jay pointed out in the story is how Jesus says, Martha, Martha, like he says her name twice. And, you know, if yeah. she, he says her name twice, he's really trying to get her attention. And this is just kind of subtle because, you know, this is we're reading. So we don't know exactly how it was said. But I never thought of it as like he, him trying to get her attention like Martha, 
Martha, like, you know, like she didn't hear him. And Jay kind of pointed yeah. that out like, oh, maybe that's how it, it wasn't just like, oh, Martha, Martha. It was like, actually, no, he's trying to get her attention. Because I think that to me that actually like stood out is that's probably more likely that he had to say her name twice because the first time she didn't hear him because she's just so concerned and so worried and about all these things and everything going right. Um, and that, you know, that's not what he's calling us to. Um, so yeah, no, I, I definitely understand that there, there are times where, you know, service is a good thing. And so seeing somebody serve without being asked to, or without, you know, doing it, like you said, in a way where they're not getting any kind of a, um, recognition, like they're just doing it because they know it's important. Like I, I understand wanting to maybe acknowledge that or just kind of make note like hey i notice i did notice and we thank you like i think that's important but um but you're right there is also a time where you need to just stop and you need to just go to the lord and just sit in his presence and it's not always easy to know when to do that yeah and i don't want people to like and hear me right when I say this, but I don't want people to listen to this message and leave with, um, leave without it impacting the way that I feel like it could. Um, so the name of this message for those listening that want to go back and listen to it, and I think you should, because <laughs> I just I'm going to say that about all of our messages. <laughs> um, but it's fighting for his presence is the name of this message. Just once again, um, you can find it on chapelvalley.org. You can find it on our YouTube channel. But either way, if I, I don't want people to listen to this message and walk away from it without it impacting the same way that it could in this way, where I do feel like this is a common message that you would hear walking into the average church here in America on a Sunday morning, where it's like, are you, you know, are you busy with your life and not connecting with God enough? Like, you should probably keep that in in check okay have a good week right yeah right, like i don't right. want people to walk away from that because pastor jay mm-hmm. does um use this story and kind of reference it in more of a modern take of like you know we might not be running around the house and tidying it up for guests all the time or whatever but it's more about like how are you filling your time when jesus is in the midst of you and trying to give you something right he he's trying to um, like we literally find out that Mary is at his feet listening to his teachings, it says. So Martha's in that room hearing teachings going on and choosing not to devote her attention to that, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. you can kind of um, put yourself in those shoes now in, in modern time and be like, okay, even if you are spending time with him, like a very practical way to spend time with him on uh, a, a modern lifestyle, I guess, is to get into his word, like on the Bible app. You can use your phone to get into his word, but it's very easy um, to be doing multiple things on your phone, right? And not really be there, not really be present, or be just like, you know, mindlessly reading it while you're actually distracted outside of your phone, like, I don't know, for lack of a better term, like with the TV on, right? Or like a movie on, like right above you, and you're like, oh, I'm just gonna read through this really quick and kind of check it off for the day. I think the whole point of it is not necessarily like don't be so busy that you miss out on spending time with the Lord, but more so like, yes, make sure you spend time with the Lord, but make sure you spend like devoted, non-distracted time with him because that's really where the crux of it is going to, um, 
I guess, make an impact. Like I've, I've been going to the gym for maybe the past, I don't even know, seven months or so. And it's very evident the times that I've gone and spent weeks, like kind of just like halfing a workout, you know, like not mm-hmm. really trying that hard or, yeah. and it's definitely like a social place for a lot of people that are like regulars there and you don't really see much transformation. But then there's times where I'm like, okay, no, I'm really going to do this. And I'll see even the subtlest transformation. And the only difference that I did was making sure that I was like, you know, sticking to my rest times in between reps and actually making sure I was increasing weight and tracking my food and all that kind of stuff. And it's kind of the same. I don't mean to downplay spending time with the Lord by any means, but it's kind of the same way where like we all have access to Jesus. Once you are saved, we all have access to spending time with him. But how you spend that time is going to be kind of crucial to seeing that kind of that transformation. And again, it's not about deeds. It's not about saying the right things. It's not any of that. It's not performative. It's literally your heart and your devotion to him in that time because that's when you're going to be receiving it at its biggest or best capacity. Yeah. No, I think that's such a good reminder, David, because it reminds me of something Jay said kind of right at the end of the message is that, you know, Uh, The Lord is not concerned about what we do or what we can do. He's concerned about us. Like, he's concerned about you. He's concerned about me. Mm. Like, he wants to know us. It's not about what we're doing. It's not about how well we're doing it. Like, he just, he wants us in our time. And so, sometimes, like, I think at least for me, there's some level of, well, I have to do something or the Lord's you know, going to be disappointed in me or he's going to feel, you know, like there is this like feeling of weight that I have to do something, but that's just not true. Like there have been times where like, I literally just cry out because I'm like, I don't know how I feel and I don't really know why I'm feeling like so lost or confused about this or whatever it may be. And like, I just instantly feel so much better just like resting in his, his presence. And then I just, you know, like, he doesn't really care about our acts. They're important. Every, you know, it's very important because we are called to be disciples. Look, we're called to serve. We're called to love each other. But really, like, the Lord just, he wants to know us. And I think that that's, you know, that's what Jay is talking about. Like, we're fighting for his presence. There's a lot mm-hmm. that we need to fight for. <laughs> you know, we need to... um you know, we need to be prayer warriors and we need to be praying in the spirit and we need to be advocating for these things. We need to be reaching out to people and discipling and being a place like there's a lot to fight for. And part of what we need to fight for is just the simplicity of spending time with him and being in his presence. And so I think mm-hmm. that's really at the core of his message. You're right. It's not about um, you have to do so many things or you have to like it's it's not about deeds. It's really just about making sure that this is part of what you're fighting for. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be. I guess this is how I'll close. And um, for anybody listening, be encouraged by this is that it really doesn't have to be a a thing that you need to be intimidated by. And I don't even mean that. Like I think some people would be intimidated. Like I don't I don't know if I want to spend time in God's presence. Like that's that's intimidating because it's it's yeah. What is he gonna God, say? You know? or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that can be intimidating for some people and just, I I guess, without, to avoid going into a whole nother episode, just know that, like, he's, he's not to, like, you should have a healthy fear of him, but he's not to be somebody who you are intimidated by. Like, he's, he's pleased with you. He wants to spend time with you. Um, But the other thing is, like, 
if you're intimidated by, oh, this is, you know, I have to, I have to dedicate time to him and put off um, things in my schedule that I already feel like I don't have time to do. I have to sacrifice even more time. Like, how am I going to do this? That's intimidating. Um, my encouragement to you would be to start with something really small and attainable. Like Pastor Susie and I were talking about this um, on the last episode, but when we <laughs> when we clean or think about cleaning, it it can be such a daunting thing in your mind to be like, oh, I have to clean this, and you just kind of keep putting it off. But then when you do it, it takes like you know, five to 10 minutes a lot of times. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it's like so much better. And it's like, why did I put that off? And I told her, um, I said, you know, that's kind of how I feel about praying a lot of times. I always kind of put it off. And then I'm always shocked by the five minutes, like literally five minutes, not any more, not any less. If I spend five minutes in prayer, it is astounding how much better I feel. The things that I receive from the Lord mentally and emotionally, um, just how many of my problems I feel like are already solved in just five minutes. And so obviously not all of your problems are going to be solved in five minutes in prayer every single time. And you should work to spending more time with him. But if you are just at this point, this starting point where you're like, I don't even know how to start. That sounds really hard. Um, I would just encourage you to spend five, five minutes with him per day. Just set an alarm on your phone, whatever it might be. And just spend five minutes with him per day and see how much it changes. Because I really believe it would be a lot. Um, also, you know, I, this is kind of like church family business for lack of better term. Um, but something we've been bringing up in prayer a lot, and I think pastor Susie shared it from the pulpit. So I feel comfortable to share it here. Um, but we've actually encouraged people to set an alarm on their phone and, uh, set an alarm specifically for 9:38, whether that's 9:38 AM or 9:38 PM. Um, it's intentionally supposed to be for 9.38. And the idea behind this actually comes from Matthew 9.38. Um, starting at 37, it says, Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plenty, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. So the idea is that we're joining together as a congregation, all together at the exact same time, wherever you are, that alarm goes off and you're taking a second just to pray for like a minute and pray that he would, um, you know, send out his workers. Because again, the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. And so um, that's an encouragement I would also extend to anybody listening here. But yeah, just spend five minutes a day, set your alarm for 938 if you want to, pray out Matthew 938. Um, that's something we're doing as a congregation. But above all, at a minimum, just know that he, he cares about you, he loves you, but he does want to spend time with you. I think that's the biggest thing that I always get frustrated with is I hear a lot of times that Jesus loves you and God loves you and he's pleased with you, which is all true. But then it's like the message ends <laughs> and, and there's no there's no call to action. There's no takeaway <laughs> from it. So I would say, yes, he does love you. He does. He does. He is pleased with you and he wants to spend time with you. So spend time with him, like make sure you actually follow through that to the end because there's an importance there. Um, but be encouraged. This is all supposed to be an encouragement. Um, and again, I don't know when you'll hear from us next, but I do know uh, that you're going to do great. And I do know that we will be back. And so we'll speak to you next time. Uh, if you have any questions, you can email us at info at chapelvalley.org. But otherwise, we'll speak to you next time. Thanks for joining us for the Chapel Valley Midweek Podcast. 
We hope you enjoyed it, but now we encourage you to join in the conversation by submitting any questions you may have or just sharing what the Lord is doing in your life by emailing us at info at chapelvalley.org. We can't wait to hear from you and make sure to tune in next week.